Good morning, everybody. Welcome, everybody. I'm going to welcome myself back after last week's having the uh, the expo fair for two days. It was very exhausting, but it was still fun. And I'm glad to be back. And I want to say hi to everybody. And I want to say hi to one particular person. This morning, I got a note or a fan letter from a from somebody who sent me a letter. His name is Susie um, Hendricks. No, Hutchins. Thank you. Susie Hutchins, I want to say hello and thank you so much for the letter. And you've done that a couple of times before with me. And I really appreciate your, your reaching out and contacting me because, uh, you know, um, I do this show and I love this show. But when I get a response from somebody who actually writes me something, it means a lot. It means they've gone to some extra trouble to contact me. And so thank you so much for contact me. It was awesome. Okay, so this morning we have on Ms. Virginia Bell, astrologer from New York City, folks, and she's going to be on. We've got so much to talk about. We're going to be talking about first the astral celebrity of the week, and her name is Adele, and most of you people have heard her. She's got a special on tomorrow, and she's also going to have an interview with Oprah, and that's on tomorrow night. I can't remember. She's, what time was that again? Uh, uh, that Eastern time, Eastern it's time. 8.30, okay. 8.30, I believe, to 10 or, or more, maybe. Okay. Yeah, so, but 8.30 begins. I'm not sure what it be, time it begins here, though. I mean, you'd have to start at 5.30. Yeah, three hours I'm, earlier. Yeah. Yeah, that would be, that. Around, that's right around news time. So I don't know what they're going to do. They might shift it a bit or something. I haven't seen yeah. it, though. So anyway, it looks like a very interesting um, feed or a, a fantastic looking um, documentary. And so... When I contacted Virginia this week, so what do you want to do the show on? She says, let's do Adele on the show. I said, okay, let's do her. And I looked at her chart and I, holy cow. I mean, wow. There's so much stuff in her chart that is just so interesting. So let's start this chart. Okay, well, we'll start first with her, her birth date. She was done. Okay, excuse me. Oh, we have to take a break? We gotta play her music. Oh darn it! Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, we're gonna take a break really quick, and when we get back, we're gonna be playing her music, and we're gonna be talking about Adele. We'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. That's just really interesting. You know, her, she's a real gutsy singer anyway. So let's talk about her astrology really quickly. Her birth date is May 5th, 1988. She was born at 8.19 a.m. in Tottenham, T-O-T-T-E-N-H-A-M. England. Okay. So let's start with her chart. What do you think? 
Oh gosh! Uh, first of all, <laughs> yeah, her son. Well, her son is in in Taurus, yeah. and her Jupiter is right up close and personal. Yeah, Jupiter's thirteen degrees, Tor and the Sun in Taurus is fifteen. First yeah. of all. Jupiter and Taurus is said to be, uh, you can attract wealth and luxury, yeah. Um, yeah. have expensive taste, sometimes too much uh, yeah. gourmet taste, you yes. know, yeah. uh, you know, I always say uh, Saturn isn't always bad and Jupiter isn't everything it's cracked up to be because right. Jupiter can be overextension, overeating, mm -hmm. so forth. But that being said, Jupiter and Taurus is, is, is wonderful. And then of course, Jupiter to the sun. I've heard uh, astrologers say it's like having a guardian angel, Oh yeah. you know, yeah. uh, very enthusiastic, um, optimistic, um, larger than life. Uh, uh, Mick Jagger, mm -hmm. uh, oh, yes, Woody Allen, Kanye West, yeah. Teddy Roosevelt. Right. Yeah. Jupiter to the sun. And what's so exciting. I mean, that's her natal chart. She's born with that. Uh, but you know, Jupiter at 13, Sun at 15. Hello, yes. uh, Uranus, the Uranus, Uranus Saturn square has been operating there, you yes. know. And um, I, I, I know that personally because my son is 14, 13 degrees of Taurus. Oh, yeah. Um, no wonder so you I've had her. it squaring the Saturn squaring my son Uranus sitting on top of it. So she has had, uh, she will have next year, Uranus will be exactly on her son. But let's face it, Uranus has been to Jupiter. Uranus is sudden. Jupiter is lucky. Yeah. And look what she's doing, you know, tomorrow night. Right. Exactly right. And there's something else that I wanted to point out. I don't know if you noticed this. Her north node is at 20 Pisces. Yeah. Pis yeah. Neptune's right smack dab on that right now. Exactly. Exactly. And she's yeah. doing this thing, you know. Music. Yeah. Pisces. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Totally. And that also brings, it opens up something, uh, you know, Neptune to to the north node brings mm -hmm. or can often bring the nodes of the moon you know south node north node uh, have to do with also people so someone very special can come in not necessarily romantic right. but someone who can really turn your life around that's true you know some yeah. kind of sin yeah. sin I'm, I'm losing the word um it's, synergy you know some right, kind of yeah, right a synchronicity a person or a group yeah, yeah. I, I have a North Node in Pisces myself. So, oh, interesting. Uh, and I'm in, I am a Pisces. So, and I know how, and Neptune's smack on my fourth house cusp. So it's been oh. uh, uh, something that I've done a lot of music in my life. And um, music is my second, my second most passionate thing I'm about. And at first it's Scorpio, or, you know, it's all about astrology, but the music comes in and it just takes me over, you know. And um, I'm really glad that I am because I can feel music all the way to my toenails, you know. Oh, that's beautiful. It that really is. Beautiful. is. Yeah, I was watching a, 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 a theme lesson or a movie on Prime Prime Video. It was about Mozart. It was a two hour long thing on Mozart. Everybody was making comments about him and how he he composed and all that. And he played some of the mo the best stuff I've ever heard. And, you know, he's got so much that he's written. He's written over 600 pieces. You know, he's so prolific, and um, I absolutely adore Mozart. And um, I was just sitting there crying through the most of that thing, listening to that Aww. music. I mean, I just couldn't help it. It just hit me right in the gut, you know. 
Wow. Yeah. So it's a real heart thing for me to hear his music. So yeah. uh, so, and I can understand that how she must feel the same way because she's kind of yeah. cut out of that same cloth. And started young too. Yes. Yes, um, she did. And yeah. I mean, she did her first out. Al- was it her first album? Was that the nineteen? Nineteen. Yeah. It was called. Uh, but uh, she really, I think it was at uh, 15 years old when, and I looked up, there was something going on in her chart, 15 years old when she discovered Ella Fitzgerald oh, and right. um, there was somebody else that really inspired her. You can hear the um, influence in her her, mer- her work. You can yeah. hear Ella Fitzgerald, the jazzy side of her. and. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And her, let's see, her father left when he she was four years old, but mm. she was very close to her mother. It was age 15. She discovered Etta James and Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, very good. Okay. And then her mother sent her the, to the performing arts because she didn't do well in just the regular school. Yeah. You know, there's, there's um, she was Jupiter so creative. Sun, you know, that's that, that beneficial thing that shows up, especially in the way of schooling. You know, Jupiter, you know, and there it shows up all of those things that have opened the doors for her really quickly. Now, and, you know, even though, you know, her son is at 15, you know, this summer in August, Uranus came all the way up to 14, which is the midpoint between the Jupiter at 13, the sun at 15. So she's been having this total uh, expansion and with the crescendo being, you know, this big interview and yes i'm sure she's been preparing the concert yeah Yeah. i believe the thing that really you know i looked at her chart and i said oh that's interesting and then i looked at that little clump over there on the seventh house cusp and i said oh yes oh my goodness okay how do we explain that she has a sun or moon saturn uranus and neptune i think they're all conjoined aren't they Yes. Yes. And then the, well, the moon, the moon with, with uh, Uranus, I mean, that can be a uh, home life that is unusual or erratic, or they moved a lot, or uh, her mother was unusual in some way. Uh, But but she also had would be, that would be uh, attention deficit. I'm sorry, that noise is, is we're having hail here. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Weird. Um, but Uranus to the moon natally, mm-hmm. that is uh, someone who's very high energy yeah. and a very quick mind, but can also skip a beat. Do you know yes, what I'm saying? Absolutely. And tons of and anxiety. Then the, the, yeah. And then the, um, the Uranus, Saturn and Neptune, well, the Uranus and Neptune, that was in, you know, the late eighties, early nineties, they were together as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Uranus and Neptune, but then Saturn slipped in. Right. But wow. It's like yeah, rocks. I can hear it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, but that was the time of the Berlin wall falling. Uh-huh. Okay. And the communism, it was like Uranus was destroying the structures. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Well, there's not much you can say, so you just have to kind of include it, you know. So, you know, the thing is okay. that I noticed in here with a Saturn moon in Uranus, to me, that is, uh, and I sort of figured this out a while ago, and I don't know if you agree, but I'll run this by you. But, you know, you have the moon and you have the Saturn, which is depression, Uranus is anxious. Okay. So when you get all three of those together, whether they're actually conjunction or whatever aspect they're in, it could mean bipolar. Yes. 
I, you know, you're, you're right on the money because there is the Uranus that the excitement and the quick mind, but then the Saturn yes. is another thing. It's kind of slows you down and Neptune is dreamy. Yeah. But that was a, a time when old structures were being, were crumbling yes. in the world. Yeah. And that was also the rise of the uh, personal computer. So right. there was a lot going on with the, this generation yes. and she during had- that time. This is yeah. in, and then she had a sun, sun Pluto opposition. Wow! I mean, come on, you know it's yes. You know she's got sun, all, yes. You know yeah. you've got all of that other stuff creating all this anxiousness, and and there's other stuff down there. Pluto way down below her, mm, saying we've got to dig that stuff up too. She says, well, dang it, I'm getting all done with the other stuff. He says, well, it ain't enough. You know, it's sort of like he's got these two big, heavy, or three heavy guns on her at the same time. Yeah. 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 I mean, she's got some wonderful, wonderful aspects, but then some heavy ones. Pluto does bring power. Yes, it does. Superpower. Yeah. And maybe that was her father. She father left, what did I say, at four years old, 11, Okay. 12, 13, 14, 15. Right, right. So it was exact. By solar arc, it was exact. Okay. Four years old. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it, because you, when you have all that outer planet stuff, and this is what Donna Cunningham said, the outer planet person, OPP, that's what she called it. This what did she call it? Outer planet person. You know, when somebody has got so much stuff aspecting personal planets, yes, outer planets, you know, I have that too. So I can, I can relate to that, but there's always Pluto to the sun and Uranus to the moon and Neptune. Yes. All of those. Yeah. I mean, you've got all of those things, you know, and it, and and the thing is that it both, both Pluto and Neptune are, are making aspect to the sun. So, I mean, yeah. there's this sort of like not knowing and then you really need to know deeply, you know, kind of juxtapose yourself on the, that fence that creates yeah. kind of a dichotomy. So does she do a lot of work, a lot of self-journey work? I don't know. I would hope so. Yes, and then this whole thing about losing 100 pounds. Yes, right. And, you know, with the... Jupiter- and that was at the... Uh, mostly during 2020. Yeah. At the end, I read somewhere that she was started in 2019. Right. End of 2019, but it was in 2020. Right. Uh, and and again, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you're looking at Taurus, and Taurus has a Taurus. general predisposition. Not you, but a predisposition. Oh, towards, hello. Uh, yeah, I was way, anorexic, you know. and. I know I was anorexic and um, I binged as a teenager. And, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Taurus, born to eat. Hello. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> yeah. And we love our snacks yes, and our security and love to hold on, can yeah. be very stubborn. Always think of a cat or a dog. Do not move the kibble bowl or the Don't water. Don't even think about it. Yeah. Right. Creature yeah. comforts in a very safe environment that's yeah. Taurus and then she has these outer planets I know like Uranus to the moon is I like know. whoa yeah you know how do Sun you even like insomnia I think of insomnia because yeah. you know the moon is our heart our feelings our mother but Uranus is sudden it's unexpected things right. you yeah know? it's seemingly you know because my mother was a Taurus also oh. and I have a moon in the second house well that makes sense too you yeah. know, so um, I have sort of the Taurus influx 
in on me. Oh, definitely, you know, part yeah. Of me, you know, and um, it, it was just interesting because I watched her as I was growing up. She Her weight went up and down, fluctuated like crazy. And she was very, very sedentary and very grounded in her physical body. You know, she was like a bull. She really was. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's it's interesting to, and it seems to me that a lot of musicians are Tauruses, you know, because well, Taurus rules the throat. Yeah, it rules the throat. throat. And they have unique voices, even if they're not, um, you know, singers, uh, they have a unique voice. Yes, that's true. That's right. Uh, yeah. Taurus. I don't know. Um, I'm just, I don't have the, the list here, but well, Bono, mm-hmm. you know, Bono is a Taurus. Yeah. Uh, Fred Astaire, well, he dan- He sang with his feet, yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of musicians though yeah. Uh, yeah. are Taurus yeah. or they have like Jack Nicholson has a unique voice. He's a Taurus. He's yeah. not a singer, Yeah. but that yeah. voice is very unique. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So interesting. And the 11th house, you know, the 11th house is the future. Yes. So I remember, I think it was Stephen Forrest who said the 11th house, planets in the 11th house bloom late. Mm-hmm. They're like time release vitamins. Oh. You know, they get stronger as you get older. Uh-huh. And sometimes uh-huh. they, they can be late bloomers. Of yeah. course, Adele is certainly not a late bloomer, no. but her, you know, her, you know, career may flourish even more so. Yeah, I, you, know. I, you know, I expect it to happen while this North Node is getting smacked by Neptune. It's just going to be yeah. really interesting to watch. But, you know, I, I kind of relate to what you're saying because my mother was a singer, you know, and she sang. And I went on and got my music degree after so she influenced your yeah. yes she did and i was a i was a singer too i sing every now and then but not that much but um it there there is the thing about and i'm doing radio which is speaking from yeah the uh, totally absolutely it's, it's all connected you know oh. and i thought well that's kind of cool that works and i also have taurus intercepted in the 10th house does that do oh, enough interesting. yes you, you know who else it's um uh, Willie Nelson. Willie yeah. Nelson is a Taurus and also Barbara Streisand. Oh, of Streisand. course. Of course, Barbara yeah. would be. Yeah. But Willie Nelson. Yeah. And that's a very strange singing voice he's got. And Cher. And, and Cher. Cher is also. That's true. Yeah. yeah. They all have very distinguished voices. Very different. That's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Okay. So listen, we got to take a break really quick. And when we get back, we're going to be talking more with Ms. Virginia Bell. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk, every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Natasha Venter at angelicclarifications.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, November 14th, it's best, Rasmussen Reset and Energy Code Sunday on Animal World. Linda and Nels Rasmussen join us in the studio, and together they can help you or your animal friends with behavioral, emotional, or physical problems. So plan to give us a call for your remote treatments. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, your host. And this morning we have on Ms. Virginia Bell from New York City. Virginia is fabulous. I just love talking to her. So much fun. (laughs) So we've just been talking about Adele. And it seems like we've got more we could talk about her because I was just looking at my notes here. She She had panic attacks. 
which makes total sense. You know, that with the Uranus conjunct the moon. Yes, absolutely. That, that makes sense. But look how courageous to go out as a young person and, you know, get a music uh, deal. Yeah, at that exactly. Age. Yeah. And, and especially knowing your particular, not faults, but shortcomings. Right. Yeah. You know, with all the stuff she's got going on emotionally. So that's tough. Yeah, and that combination of the earth and fire, because that moon is in Sagittarius, you're, uh, Taurus wants to just stay home and get under the covers with, you know, some snacks and all. Yeah. I mean, that's not the only thing it is, but, you know, it, helps. it loves security <laughs> and safety. Uh -huh. And then Sagittarius is colorful, it's exciting, it's freedom. Yeah. So when the combination is magnetic instability, magnetic. I call that, you know. And, um, you know, and then, um, you know, there's this far reaching vision with Sagittarius. Yeah. It's fire. Yeah, exactly. Um, grounded yet high flying. Yeah. Adventurous. I mean, it yeah. seems like they're, I always kind of look at, 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 I've been trying to figure this out for a while, like which signs are in which time zone you have, bef you know, before, oh, during and after, you know, you have yesterday and then today in the moment and then later on which is in the future so i'm trying to see what each sign is orientation would be you know and how they actually live their life out like we know aquarius would definitely be in the future but sagittarius to some degree yes because they're, yeah. they're always going somewhere before they've gone somewhere <laughs> you know type of thing you know they're a wanderer yeah yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. exploring travel education higher learning right but when you put that with a taurus it's yeah. interesting it's the marriage of common sense and imagination yeah right exactly and and the common sense just wants to feel its feet below it's the rest of them you know they don't want to take off and go off to various places in the world they just want to be here now you know now right now i don't want to do anything two minutes from now or forget what I did two minutes from past. You know, I just want it right now. And so interesting. Yeah, yeah. And when you think about it, you know, it just makes sense. I, I remember viewing my mother when she was growing up. She was very present right now, you know, and she wasn't necessarily thinking that much in the future. But, you know, Pisces, I don't know what the heck they are. I mean, they're all, th all three at the same time. I don't know. Yeah. You know, because we could take any one of them and go, yeah, I get that, you know, but, um, yeah, it's it's funny. I've been trying to figure that out for a while. I know there's a there is a spatial time orientation with each sign. You now, which which particular part of those things do they feel the most comfortable in? Yeah. And you know that um, you know the stellium she's got with the Moon, Uranus, and Saturn all in the sixth house. The sixth house is is about work and health, work yeah, and health, work and health. Yeah, you exactly. Know. And people who have that combination actually, uh, Al Pacino. Mm -hmm. had, uh, Gary Cooper, Duke Ellington, right, Liberace, right, and Krishnamurti, who what who was you know they wanted to uh, during the time of you know Theosophy, he was going to be the next great spiritual leader in the world, right, and he said he said no, I I, I don't want to have people follow me, yeah, you know yeah. that's very Torian, you know, yeah, in a sense. Torian, because it's very, you know, you want what you want right now. You don't want to project out yeah. in the future when you're going to be some god or deity, you know. Yeah. And it wouldn't. Yeah, Taurus is simple at at its yeah, it's at its simple. core. Yeah, it, it really is, is simple. 
Yeah, I agree there. You know, we could have a talk on just these darn points. <laughs> you know, it's like there's so much information to be gathered on each side. And, you know, when I think about these orientations to the times, you know, I thought, wow, if you put them with each sign in it, you figure it out, it makes so much sense. And it, yeah. it answers answers a lot of questions that you may be answering, asking about them. It seems to me. Yeah. And I, I always think like life is, is messy and marvelous. And so is astrology. Yes. We have like great aspects and then we have challenging aspects. Yeah. It's a mixed bag, but we need the challenging aspects. We Otherwise do. we don't grow. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. I mean, you know, whenever I'm doing a reading, that's what I look for first is the challenging stuff. I got to see yeah. what the heck is plaguing them that could be really under their craw for a while you know, and then talk about that. So, and, you know, and it's usually, it seems like it usually has to deal with some level of parental influence. It seems to have yeah. to do that, but there can be other things too. So, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's really something. So anyway, what else are we going to talk about today? We were going to talk about the eclipses. Yes, let's do that. And um, also, yeah, the eclipses, let me get my... Um, with the eclipses uh what what's interesting you know well eclipses in general are dramatic you know they bring to me i always think of of mardi gras you know it's Mm -hmm. it's like an eclipse it's just you know you're swept along in something and we all feel the eclipse like a full well we're gonna have the um the next one is the uh lunar taurus lunar eclipse a full moon eclipse right you know um but eclipses, we all feel the energy of the eclipse, but especially if, you know, it's on a, say, for instance, our, you know, a prominent place in our chart or right. our birthday, right. then it's some huge, then it's really dramatic. Eclipses are wild cards, you yeah, know, they are. They really uh, there's are. something faded, you know, they bring life's big events for those people that are really uh, central with yes. the eclipse, you know, birth, death. Yeah. transformation, yeah. big moves, big, yeah. big uh, things. Yeah. yeah. And um, so this next eclipse, the Taurus eclipse is to me, it's a kind of reckoning, mm-hmm. you know, and, and raw it's raw. Is this a full moon because, eclipse? This is full yeah. moon. Okay. So that's yeah. Uh, Taurus in, in at 27 Scorpio. moon is in Taurus, 27 Taurus and the sun in this 27 is- Scorpio. Okay. But this is edgy because look, uh, Uranus at 12 degrees of Taurus is opposite Mars at 13 Ooh. degrees. Ooh. Uranus is sudden. Mars is is moving forward. It's action. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times I've, you know, read in astrology books or so forth, um, you know, oh, there could be an accident. Not yeah. necessarily. Not necessarily, no. No, what it is, you've got to be obsessed about something because right. the energy is like you're living in Starbucks, mainlining, right. you know, caffeine. There. <laughs> but there's this. I wouldn't, energy. but I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. like coffee. Um, uh, yeah. So. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I was born um, to a British family, so it was tea. Okay, so you drank tea. Three. That's it. That's all I drink. So anyway, so yeah, I can see what you're talking about because I remember on, it was uh, January 15th, I believe it was 1980. That was when the Gulf War started. That was on a solar eclipse. 
you know, and um, it seemed like I was thinking about this. This is way before I really was really into astrology, but I seem to remember the whole energy just pivoted and went one way of the yeah. whole planet. It really did it follow oh, that instantly. It shakes us up and it wakes us up, you yeah. know, and we move in a whole new direction often, an ending and then a beginning. Right. You know, new beginning. Exactly ends. right. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It really but this something. feels very, very edgy to me. This Yeah, eclipse. with the Mars involved, and the it certainly eclipse. does. Yeah. Okay. So what? We and have... that Mars is squaring Saturn. Okay. Mars is squaring Saturn. And the Uranus, you know, the Saturn Uranus, to me, we're still under the umbrella of Saturn Uranus square. Yeah. Right. And yeah. the change that we did not ask for hello you know but yeah, it's right. there yeah and uranus is at 12 taurus saturn's at eight mm -hmm. but they're both involved with the mars yeah so this well. is is a time you know i keep thinking that saturn uranus that is really this whole year has been kind of our umbrella so to speak saturn wants to hold on tight it does mm -hmm. not want change Uranus is about change. Yeah. I am what I am. If you like me, fine. If not, interesting. Yeah, so it's really about letting go of whatever in our life that is holding us back. Right. Exactly. Saturn, you know, wants to hang on. Uranus wants to, you know, something new. Exactly. So, yeah, because yeah. I have them aspecting in my chart, Saturn and Uranus. And, strongly, uh, fairly strong too. Um, they're squaring each other. Saturn is in Libra, and and Mars is in. Or wait, no, Uranus is in Cancer. So you have those two squaring each other. You see, I see. Yeah. So um, I was always on the. I always erred on the side of Uranus, namely because my Uranus is stationary in my chart. So that's the one that got the upper hand. You were hand. born with. Wait, you were born with it stationary? Mm -hmm. That's huge. It is kind yes. of. Yes. It is kind no, of. No, that you become anyone with a, that S, the state, born on a station. It says is, right on my little report from Liz Green. This is stationary. Oh, my God. That, <laughs> that means that you are identified. You are identified with uh, Uranus. And look what, look at your career hello mm -hmm. astrology and music and yeah. all you know that music's not outside the mainstream but yeah you know still yeah doing radio is very uranian technology all yeah. of that absolutely all of it is you know and but I, that's powerful when i, I, I see that i couldn't yeah, even I'm, stand to even be asked to do a regular job i just go no <laughs> this is a no. Yeah, so fascinating. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I love it. Actually, I, I welcome it. It's very special. Yeah, because you. Sh yeah. Yeah, I'm writing great. a book about stationary planets, and I'm finding it to be really a fascinating thing. Listen, we got to take another break right now. Okay. I'm sorry, we got to do that. So anyway, we're going to be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> On Friday, Nance and Mitchell welcome renowned astrologer Christopher Renstrom for a current look at the planetary alignments between now and the end of the year and what you can expect. There will be horoscopes. On Saturday, Malia Jacobs returns for a conversation about successfully performing in life and how you can enhance your performance in 2022. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. 
Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. That's us. And that's my stationary Uranus too. Alternative Talk. Well, what do you know? So anyway, it's kind of funny when you think about all this stuff. Just all seems to sync together, you know. And Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. You know, um, yeah. and by the way, I just realized I'm looking up Adele's chart not to go back down the rabbit hole, but she has her moon and Venus out of bounds uh, and Uranus out of bounds. When you said stationary, I thought, oh, wait, OK, she's got the out of bounds. Out of bounds. Planet. That's sort and of like someone is. Yes, a, sort of like because she's be identified with that. Yes, she's exactly. definitely an outlier, someone who is totally different. And again, relationships are different. Yeah, with everything Venus. is for her. Yeah, because yeah. And if the you see the boundaries is, between the two, where you, where your person's going to fit as far as the planet goes, out of bounds is out of here. So it's way outside yeah. of it. You know, yeah, so they're going to exactly. act way outside of those things. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I like out of bounds planets too. Kind of I cool. do too. To me, they're exciting, and people people have out of bounds planets are always interesting. Yeah. I know, and, and you know, and explains so much too. Yes, like it, you know, a stationary yeah. planet does the same thing. Exactly, you know? you're identified with that. Absolutely, it comes floating right to the top of the bowl, and that's who you are. You know, yeah. and I mean, it's amazing. I I think about somebody like um, Amy Winehouse who had yes. stationary Neptune and Venus in her chart. Oh, how interesting. Those yeah. two, you know, yeah. she was incredibly gifted musically, you know. And um, unfortunately, the Neptune side got the worst of her, which was the drugs right. and the alcohol. Right. But um, I believe they were both stationary retrograde. I'm not sure. If they're retrograde, it's difficult to do when you have to redo them in a stationary yeah. form. If they're direct, it's easier because it's like you've done all the work from previous lives and then you just yeah. go out, out in the world and do it. You know, like my state. Also, my, some go ahead. What, I'm yeah, sorry. My, my Uranus is stationary direct, of course. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So it, it helps a lot. You know, I don't have to really work on it internally. But the other times when they're stationary retrograde, they have to be worked on internally. That's something that you yes. have to do the work. You know. And sometimes during our lifetime, a stationary planet goes direct, yes. depending on yeah. where it started. And that's a big turning point yes, when a planet is. that was, you know, retrograde by progression goes direct. That's that's big. It's that's huge. big. That's the turning point. In that life. is true. Yeah. That's very true. Uh, my Uran- my Mars is going retrograde by progression now me for the rest of my life. So well, in, in that's interesting, though, because you're um, Adele's uh, she's got two planets, um, her or her Mercury and her Venus uh, by progression is going retrograde. OK. And it, you know, it doesn't seem to have stopped her. OK. Yeah, exactly. It can be definitely you know? more introspective and in thinking about what you do, but it would make you a better person doing that. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be, that wouldn't be a bad thing, but you know. Oh no, I don't think, not at all, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So so these eclipses coming up, the first eclipse is on what day? Uh, November 19th. Okay. Next week, because that's next week, November 19th. Right. And again, it's Taurus um, opposite opposite Scorpio sun, Taurus moon, opposite Scorpio sun. So Taurus and Scorpio, that's a powerful combination. And me, it's about digging deep, 
yeah. digging deep with the Scorpio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, there was and, a little quote I saw on Facebook. Maybe it was Facebook. Um, don't try to, don't, wait. Don't hang on to your mistakes just because you spent a lot of time making them, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, don't analyze it's, it's, them. It's about like analyze. letting, being, do, doing some deep work. Yeah, exactly. Do, doing some really deep, powerful work. And Mercury is also in Scorpio. Yeah. Again, it's, it's uh, close to the, you know, well, 21 degrees of right. Scorpio and the sun is 27 degrees of yeah, Scorpio. So Mercury and, is helping with this. Oh, yeah, this is a time to, oh, if one wanted to, you know, um, go into Al-Anon or do some yeah. shadow work or yeah. some yeah. therapy or some body work, um, this would be a priceless time to do that. It's about really looking deeply and yeah. honestly, because Pluto, you know, Pluto rules Scorpio, and it's always an invitation to look deeply and honestly right. at what we're frightened of. And, you know, the thing about, it too, is that when we have events that come along like this and maybe they touch something in your chart 27 scorpio capricorn or scorpio mm -hmm. yeah uh, taurus and you have something in the chart that that sits right at that point and it may be a it might be you know something like a venus or something like that it touches it may oh, have it, it'll be it'll be like such divine timing with the universe the the it's amazing you'll be sitting there and all of a sudden i really need to do this work on myself now I have to do yeah. it now. And that's, you know, all of the planets sort of gang It's the right timing. Own. Yeah, right timing. Yeah. And they say, it's right now. Do it right now. And usually the opportunities show up for them to do it. You know, it's it's really amazing how the universe is so well, well, something. <laughs> I knew there's a word for it. It's so ticked right with Elegantly, us. Elegantly, yes, it is. It yeah. is, you know, and when yeah. we have to go through a specific type of thing, whether it's deep work or other work, you know, it seems like it's timed perfectly for exactly what yeah. we are having to learn at that moment. Always. Yes. And we all, and I always say to people too, you know, we all have our own individual timing. Yes. We haven't missed anything, mm -mm. you know, uh, we, you know, some people get married late or get married early. People find their careers later in life. It doesn't matter. No, we all have our own timing. Mistake we make is comparing our insides to someone else's Botox outsides, you know? Yeah. So we got to trust your timing. Trust yeah. the timing. Always it's so important. Absolutely. You haven't missed a thing. You know? No, we haven't missed a thing. And, um, yeah. It, comparing ourselves that's a big sometimes we compare well i should have done this or i'm too old yeah. no, no 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 never never too old to be no. the person you always wanted to be yeah it's, exactly. you know, and it's that timing we're always being who we want to be you know right. we are right now we just you know we don't have to go 10 years or 10 five years from now no yeah. i'll be a better person nope not true you're perfect right now you know, Absolutely. stay in the moment right now and really look at how yeah. things are going. You know, I've, I, you know, with a Neptune over my son, I mean, God, and this has been stationing on my son for the last month. You know, it's at 20 well, because degrees. When the, yeah, it, because those outer planets move so slowly, especially when they go forward or back. That you look in the ephemeris, the whole month is the same degree. That's what I know. look at. My It'll son. Be two or three months with Pluto, oh, right? Or no, Neptune. Yeah, really. But, you know, this 20 degrees, my sun degree is 21 degrees, all right? It's oh, close. my gosh. Wow. It's sitting right on it, you know? And I'm... Is it a conjunction? Yes. Oh, but that's a new beginning. I know. 
<laughs> That's a vision. You're going to download some kind of vision or inspiration. It, well, it seems like if I were trying to explain how it feels, feels like half the time I'm zooming somewhere else. You know, yeah. I'm you know not even in my body. Okay. And I've kind of gotten used to that fact. I knew that was going to happen. But other things have happened, too. Like my psychic ability is shot off the charts. You know, oh, I can imagine. Absolutely. It's really something. You know, I was talking about that letter I got from yeah. here. I knew it this morning when I got up. I got up and I said, I'm going to get a letter today at, at, at the radio station, a, a fan letter. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that's I told, great. told uh, Nathan, he goes, you what? <laughs> and I said, it's true. I thought that that's what was going to happen this morning. It just went through my head. And it did. You know, what are the odds of that happening? I maybe get one or two a year, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean. No, but something's opening up. Yeah. It, that, yeah. And I and I know, you, you know, given who you are, you're probably, you know, you have, you know, experienced downtime and soul time because yeah. I, you're getting, I can imagine, all sorts of ideas and inspiration and insights. And yeah, I am. Healing. That's, you know, in the, as the conjunction, that's a beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. I, I really do feel like um, there's something new happening in me. I mean, there's the, the new, adding the new wall or the new perspective of the spirituality. It's always been there, but now it's just really there. It's just right, really present with me. But mm, it, it's, it's, it's beautiful, Eileen. Yeah. Um, it's somehow it's very hard to explain it with words. <laughs> you know, yeah. because well, because Neptune isn't wordy, no, right? <laughs> uh-uh. It's not even remotely wordy, and I can't even describe what it's like. And it feels like I'm being lazy. If I want to go looking at it through bad eyelids, I would say I'm lazy. I'm not doing the things I should be doing. But you know, you may be in transition. Yeah. And you know how they say one door closes, another one opens. It's hell in the hallway. It's also holy in the hallway. <laughs> you know, we it, waiting. Yeah. You know, downtime, soul time is highly underrated. Yeah, I agree. You're marinating. Marinating. You have to honor words. that. Marinating. Yeah, That's you know, a good word. That. That's a great yeah. word. That's exactly how I feel that things are just happening, shuffling around down there. And I don't know where they're going to end up, but. They're fine wherever they are. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, well, I had heard about this transit years ago that I would have this right around this time. And I thought, well, I don't think it'll be that bad. It'll just be more of the same that I already am. And then, like, recently with the stationery, it's been tough. It's been really, really yeah. tough. Well, the stationery, yeah, that's. I'm having that's physical rough, yeah. issues too, you know, that's coming along with it. It's diabetes that I'm having trouble with. It's. Neptune, right? Spicy. So uh, anyway, so I don't want to go through all my problems here, but, you know, I'm trying to deal with them in the best way that I can, even though I'm under this, you know, this thing. I, you know, I wanted to go to my doctor last week. I was umbrella. Talking, um, umbrella. Yes, exactly. I wanted to talk to my 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 regular doctor about Neptune my, my Neptune transit. And I thought, well, that isn't going to work, you know. So, <laughs> you know, what are you talking about, honey? I don't know. So it's funny. So, yeah, I mean, you know, this uh, one that's coming up and that's on the 17th, you said? Yes. Well, on the 19th, 19th, November 19th. And there's another yes. one after that, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a uh, that's a total eclipse and that's a new moon eclipse and it's sun and moon in Sagittarius. So to me, that's a kind of gateway, an opening. Yeah. Do the work. 
do the work, you know, the Scorpio work yeah. beforehand, yeah. the Saturn Uranus, you know, letting go the Saturn stuff, being willing to letting, let go of anything that's holding you back, whether yeah. it's old judgments or negative thinking, this is about purging and cleaning house, yeah. you know, old beliefs, all of that, because the Sagittarius solar eclipse, December 3rd and 4th, I mean, it's like late at night, yeah. December 3rd, um, that is pretty powerful. Yeah, that, that is a new beginning. Yeah. And, and what a great um, beginning to have in Sagittarius. I mean, yeah. all things are possible. In Sagittarius, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 12 degrees of Sagittarius. Right. Um, yeah. And then Mercury's in Sag also. Yeah. So it's a yeah. very creative uh, writing communication yes. time. Yeah. But the, the other thing is, though, that Uranus and Saturn will be closer. So Saturn will be at nine degrees, uh, nine degrees of Aquarius and Uranus at 11 Taurus. Okay. So we're moving to de like December 23rd, 24th okay. will be okay. the final Uranus, Saturn Uranus square. Right around Christmas time. So in a way we're preparing for that. Yeah, I see that. And that, that can be hard because when Saturn is involved, it threatens, you know, and Uranus Saturn together threatens those aspects of our existence that provide us the greatest security. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, you know, so being willing to let go of what's not working in our yeah. life, having, right. you know, choosing to take some risks. And right. Exactly. Right. Step into something new. Yeah. Um, the Pluto, there's a Pluto and, and Venus are conjunct. Right. Uh, I'm just looking where they are now, but Pluto and uh, Pluto and Venus will be conjunct Pl uh, Venus at 22 and Pluto at 25. But again, it's a conjunction. Yeah, right. So it could be a new beginning. It could change relationships or reawaken an old relationship. Yes. Or it could know? break or one be up. a creative, creative um, mm -hmm. breakthrough in some ways. It yeah. could break someone up, too. You know, yes, it could be the end. Pluto's always a death, not a yeah. personal death, but an end of a relationship. Trump. <laughs> what? Yeah. I keep hoping it'll be Donald Trump. Right. I'm sorry, but right. anyway. I know, yeah. I know. Most of uh, yeah. it's, it's we, we hard should, to resist. We'll have to leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we've got to take another really quick break and we'll come back okay. here and we'll finish up here. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. Susan Bergstrom is a licensed agent in Washington and Oregon, helping people obtain security in their lives by providing insurance that pays for my final expenses and money for transitioning after a loved one dies. Now, remember, um, Susan wanted me to tell you this. We talked about this in the last few days. Please don't pay any attention to those ads on television because all they want to do is get your money. All right. Uh, she is somebody that is validated and and um, is validated by the Medicare companies and also the companies she works for to do the job that she does and that helps that help that is helping you get your, your medical plan all set. So they really don't tell you the whole truth. Really, the only way you're going to get an honest endorsement to talk is to talk to someone like Susan in person who is an advocate. She's an advocate of it. And always looking out for the best plan for you. Open enrollment does end December 7th for your Medicare coverage, but contact her if you need any assistance. And contact her at Susan Bergstrom, 
at the Medicare Exchange. And then also at our phone number is 283-253, excuse me, 253-318-9379. And also, if you want to talk to her, you can write her an email at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. This is Eileen Grimes of the Jupiter Rising Show, and did you know that I do private astrological readings? If you have issues or problems in your life that plague you, perhaps an astrological reading would be just the ticket. I've had more than 30 years' experience in astrology, and there isn't much I haven't seen, so I know I can help you. You can contact me at 206-816-0546 or go to EileenGrimes.com to make an appointment. Thank you very much, and I'll see you soon. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And our guest today is Ms. Virginia Bell from New York City. And we've been talking about also so all sorts of things astrological today. So let's pick up where we left off with those um, upcoming, um, yes, those eclipses. things. Well, if somebody, you know, this second eclipse, which is a total eclipse, yes. by the way, and, and that's big. I mean, that that is huge. And, mm-hmm. um, and what degree so is it again? It's at 12 degrees of Sagittarius. So okay. if somebody is, if got some, you know, especially for Sagittarius, every new moon is a new beginning. Mm-hmm. And of course, in Sagittarius, it's a colorful, it's exciting, it mm-hmm. can be opening and very inspirational. Um, but the uh, the eclipse in, yeah, in Sagittarius, um, that for, for Sagittarius, especially, it's the beginning of their, you know, of their season, really. Right. And that's a powerful time. Oh, that's very true. It's but right for all of us, a, a new moon is a beginning. It's time to begin something and it's a time to plant something and make mm-hmm. some, you know, progress in something. So, um, and especially because Mercury is in Sagittarius. So anything to do with writing, ideas, education, higher learning, mm-hmm. very inspiring. Yes, yeah. I agree. I have a lot very of stuff to so. write this month too for people. So, even though I'm not. Yeah, and eclipses always bring, especially if you, this is, you know, if it's strong in your chart or it's on your birthday or a day or two before or after, it's, it, it brings news of some big events, whether okay. it's a new baby, a marriage, a promotion, a divorce, mm-hmm. but big events. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything at that degree of, of fire sign, so that's okay. Right. But, but it could be a sextile to something or, okay. you know. Twelve degrees. Yeah. Also, I don't either. I don't have a lot of fire. I have a lot of fixed signs. So okay. that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Jupiter. Well, it's too wide. Eighteen uh, Aries. So that's too wide. But you know, yeah. um, it won't work on that. But that's in the ninth house too. So. But for everybody, uh, you know, each new moon is a new beginning. Yes, you know? it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So some you will feel. Some people will feel more than others because, particularly if a uh, new or new moon will sit on a particular part of the chart that has it in your chart. Yeah, see where it is in their chart. Yeah, yeah. that'll give you an uh, idea. Yeah, it'll tell you what the things will be about, whatever house it's in or anything. And if you need any assistance with that, you can call me and I can help you too. So <laughs> anyway, good chance to put in a plug. So Why anyway, not? Why not? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but, go ahead. You know, just in um, in general, I've had a lot of heavy aspects, but I'll have to say, you know, um, it's how we embrace them. 
you know, it yeah. really, really is. You know, I mean, this is probably the the most powerful um, aspects I've had. Uranus sitting on my son in the house of death. Hey, no, no problem there. But I mean, also the eighth house is also, you know, many other things. Right. Um, and then then Saturn squaring it. But I have learned that Saturn is also mastery. It's about yes. maturing and facing the issues, there are things you want to put off. This yes. is not the time. This no. is a time to um, really, really work on them. And no, because Saturn gets better with age. And it I have found does. that. It, no, it totally gets yeah. better with age. If yeah. you do the work, yep. Saturn's not generous big time like Jupiter, yep. but it will pay you what you earn, so to speak. Absolutely. You know, and I think about uh, of all the planets in my chart that I embrace the most, it's Saturn. Yeah. because um, it's taught me more than anything else. I have it in the third house, opposing Mercury. Oh, okay. it's a double whammy. Wow. In Mercury's house, but opposing Mercury. Yes, Mercury's in the ninth, and it's opposing yeah. Saturn in the third. So what do you get out of that? Well, you know, it's extra strong, you know. Yes, and, and it, you, you work hard at your writing and yeah. at your communication, I do, you know, and Saturn and, in the third house is not a, that's one of the better placements really, because over time you deepen your voice yeah. and your mind. Yeah. Stephen yeah. Forrest told me, I went, had a reading with him one time and he said, well, you know, when you get right down, oh, it's about your mastery of your communication. It's mastery, you know. Beautifully and said, put. Excellent. And I thought, well, okay, that's fit on really well. But it's like, oh, we got to. Oh, what? Good heavens. It's almost time to go. (laughs) (laughs) If we just went another hour, we'd be fine. Anyway. okay. so we've got to let you go, unfortunately. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's always fun. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It's always great. We'll do it again soon. Yeah. Okay. thank you, sweetie. Bye bye. Okay, let's get on here. All right. Moving on. How much time have I got? Okay, I've got two minutes. I can I can speak to that. Okay, uh, upcoming events. Well, we don't have that much, but I do have the horoscope column that's in the KKNW, uh, 1150 KKNW website, and it's on the front cover, and it's the core horoscope column, and it is updated every Monday at about noon, so don't forget that. Okay, so if you want to get a hold of me, you can contact EileenGrimes.com or JupiterRisingShow.com. Virginia Bell, you contact www.virginiabell.com. Okay, and next week on the show, we're having on Ms. Wanda Buckner, who is the pet psychic. She's going to be on to talk about, well, just about anything that we want to talk about. And we're going to be opening the phone lines for everybody who's got a problem with their pet and they want to ask you, ask Wanda about them, because she figures out things really quickly according to the psychology of a pet rather than physical stuff. So psychology is kind of important. And also the following week on, and I put this with Mitchell Lewis. Mitchell Lewis is a fantastic astrologer, and he will be on the last week in November. And then then we also have the first week of December. I'm bringing this up early, but that is Mr. Michelangelo. And he is, we are doing that show on Igor Stravinsky. Oh, my God, we're taking a big bite out of that one. So that's what's coming up the next three weeks. I hope you guys can all be here because we're really going to have a good time. Lots of astrology and lots of other good things, too. So thank you, Nathan, very much for today. 
Thank you, too, and welcome back. Oh, thank you. I'll welcome you back, too, because we were both gone last week. So anyway, thank you so much, Nathan. We'll see you guys next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.